Tailgater Sports. That's right, everybody. It is another episode of Tailgater Sports featuring Randy's burps. I'll bring Randy in in just one second. We have a ton to get to, guys. Just as you thought, the sports calendar couldn't get any crazier. We have teams boycotting NBA playoff games, causing a ripple effect across the entire sports landscape. We're going to talk about all of that in just a minute, but I mentioned him already. So let's bring in the burping wonder. Let's bring in Randy, Mr. Forks up, Mr. ASU Nation. You goddamn right, He's a Forks Ducks up. fan, a Packers fan. He's sitting here in a Packers hat. I'm all over the West he's Coast. He's all over everywhere. He's a he's a Milwaukee by association native. Um, how you doing, buddy? I'm uh, I'm doing pretty good. I, well, I told you, I'm pretty much, I've got the entire Western part of the United States pretty much down. I got the Southwest, the West Coast, uh, the the Midwest. Mm-hmm. I even uh, started to have a little bit of feelings for the New York uh, the New York Mets. God, so, I know. We'll, we'll, we might get to your newfound love for the Mets and their GM, um, all because of one hot mic. But let's bring in the third guy of our trio before we get too far away. His name is Tyler. He is just as bad with his sports locations. Uh, he's an Atlanta Falcons fan, an Anaheim Angels fan, and a Los Angeles Kings fan. Am I missing any other weird sports fandoms for you, Tyler? Any other gross team? Nah, you're good. It's all about the dirty south. Also, to everybody today... Happy Madden release day, everybody. Madden 21 officially out for everybody. God, what a garbage game. Okay, so uh, let's let's talk about Madden real quick before we get to, because there's some obviously big topics we got to touch on. Two-pack of ass. Madden 21. Madden is one of those games where I buy it every year, or most of the time. I buy it pretty regularly, and yeah. I'll buy it, and then I eventually just getting pissed off at myself for rebuying it and putting myself the through the torture thing. of it again, because I'm kind of good at it. Yeah. And then I realize I'm really not that good at it. And then I realize I spent 60, 70 bucks on a uh-huh. game again to get my ass kicked online again. Uh, you know what? If I had to describe uh, the Madden games, I guess the best way I could describe them is running shoes. You know, okay. every single every single year they release a new uh, a new edition of running shoes with slight improvements that are supposed to help be more aerodynamic, lighter. They're supposed to help you run better. But at the end of the day, for the most part, you still run the same. You still run the same amount of speed that you used to. It doesn't make you faster. It doesn't make you better. You just get the same thing, just packaged and wrapped up a little bit different. Right. And that's exactly what Madden is. You're always pumped to get the new pair, but you put them on, you're like, eh, they still just kind of feel Every like shoes. Every single year, it's the same thing. Just small little tweaks with a nice little big old bow on top. Like, hey, guys, check out. Really, honestly, what it is is you get to see the rookies that got drafted on their teams. And that's really kind of what you sort of want, especially if your team drafted someone cool. So I'm sure Cincinnati Bengals fans for once in life are jumping up and down because now they can play as Joe Burrow at the, oh, yeah, at, the helm of right. the, at the helm of the Bengals. But one of the key things that, uh, by the way, I'm, I'd always love some good video game talk. Love to talk about on the podcast too. I call next. It's a plug right there. Thank you. Um, <laughs> hey, keep that ish off this podcast. Hey, shut no, up. I'm just kidding. No, but like uh, one of the key things is uh, Madden this year integrated something called the Yard, and yeah. it's sort of like NFL Street sort of thing. But the problem is everything that the yard has, gamers have been begging Madden to do just in general for regular games. Right. Like you have uh, you have really good customization on the yard. Don't have it in my, be a player. Don't have it in franchise mode. You can customize mouthpieces on the yard. Can't do that in <laughs> franchise mode. Can't do that in be a pro mode. So I never really understand the, like, the logistics and the thought process behind half these games because it's really just the same crap. Right. I never understand why they don't just incorporate other stuff. Like, for instance, NCAA football. The last one was, what, 14? 14, I think it was 14. Yeah. NCAA had this really fun game mode where you could play as mascots, and it was basically like bowling, but 
by playing football, like overtime football right. in like a bowling sense. And I always wondered like why Madden and stuff didn't just incorporate aspects from like the now defunct franchise of NCAA into their games or just things like the the engines for other games. Like if you play FIFA, Tal can tell you, Tal and I can tell you, FIFA uh, was basically started this whole new engine that NHL took. That's why NHL 14 is arguably the best NHL game because it was the first year they took uh, FIFA's whole uh, gameplay engine, which is instead of doing like a pre-animated hit, your player would hit someone and would gen- would then just react naturally fluidly yeah and so that's really fun like we'll play fifa and then one of our guys will start randomly flying in one direction because that's just kind of how the gameplay that's just how it works mm-hmm. how the how it reacts madden doesn't have any of that and so just kind of weird where it's like this is by far if not the most profitable ea game of just barely a little bit ahead of fifa i would argue but like i don't understand why they just don't try to do something new it's just always like hey guys here's the new thing but it's really just the same game with a different migo so right. did you have it on pre-order already tyler i did not have madden on pre-order uh i was a little hesitant i will say two things number one I know me and Randy talk about FIFA a lot. I would like to point out that Randy is the dirtiest FIFA player I've ever played against. Okay, okay. He's mad this he's dude, garbage. No, no, no. Listen, listen, listen. You're, this dude literally collected five red cards in one game, had so many red cards, the game forced him to forfeit because he didn't have enough players left on the field. So, like, That's okay. pretty funny, so, actually. So like, two weeks thing. ago, Tyler was talking all this smack on uh, What's New, and uh, he had mentioned how he, he shut me out. And then later that day, we played, and I beat him like four games in a row. I think I shut I shut him out three of those games. So shut so, your mouth when you're talking bad. to me. So Watch your tone, so, bitch. So the second thing, the second thing I wanted to mention uh, oh, for boy. Madden. Okay, calm down. The second thing I wanted to mention for Madden Such a good is insult that, calling somebody a little boy. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> Anyways, I will say that these past two years being Madden 20 and Madden 21, uh, they have gotten a bit better. The X Factor was introduced last year, and those are for like the players who are the best of the best at their position, it basically gives them like a little boost throughout the game. I personally really like that. I know a lot of people like that. They also came out with Superstar KO last year. Superstar KO is pretty fun. Yeah, yeah, that was pretty fun. Uh, the the yard is actually kind of a big improvement. Makes it a little bit more like NBA 2K because NBA 2K has the playground. Another game uh, that progressively, yeah. instead of getting better, just be stays the same. Yeah. Yeah. It's, so it's Madden is slowly taking improvements. And I think no, but the see, reason okay, that but see, good- hold on, Tyler. Here's the thing: okay, not okay, to not okay. to make this a whole video game podcast, but the problem is every single major publication comes out and says this game is a step in the right direction. I've never understood for one why it is that instead of giving us small increments of progress, just give us the whole thing. You know, like I I, I never understood that every single year. It's oh, this is a slight improvement than last year. Slight right. improvement than last well, year. I mean, you really think about it. Unless but, the console's changing, there's nothing really can change up exactly. in gameplay itself. But but well, see that but see that but Randy you just you just mentioned it though it's because they come out every year it's because these games basically the second the game releases okay we have 365 days to come out with next year's game that many changes like that big of a change to a certain video game it can't happen in a year it's going to take two or three so they bring out these little little changes little by little and then maybe over the course of five years the Madden we have now is not the same one we had is like Madden 15 per se, but that's why. It's because it comes out every year. I don't know. It's annoying. So I'm sure Randy will have more on the Madden 21 release and everything on Icon next, right, Randy? More, you know, waste okay. of time. Before you hijack the rest of this podcast. Stupid um, game. No, I'm just kidding. All right, so before we get away from Madden 21, I just had this idea in my head because obviously we got to talk about what's going on in the NBA and honestly every sport with the boycotts and stuff yeah. like that. We got a fantasy football announcement we need to make for our league and we got to predict the AFC division winners before this all wraps up today, guys. 
But before we do any of that, I have a game for Tyler here. And it just came uh, to my mind, talking mad and all this stuff. So we've all come to agree that Tyler has a little bit of a a rain man mind when it comes to sports and sports ooh, stuff like that, ooh. especially Madden, I'm assuming, with football. So, Tyler, I'm going to have you start with the newest Madden, Madden 21. I'm going to have you go backwards off the top of your dome. Give me the cover athletes, starting with okay. Madden 21. Off the top of your head, 21. no cheating now, okay? Okay. Lowering down my laptop screen as we speak, because I am doing this podcast from home. Uh, Madden 21 is Lamar Jackson. Okay. Madden 20 is Patrick Mahomes. Madden 19 was Antonio Brown. 18, if I remember correctly, was Rob Gronkowski. Nope. 17, 18 wasn't Gronkowski. Are you sure about that? Oh, yeah, I'm looking at it right now. You're in the okay. right, right team. Gronkowski 17. Okay, then it's flipped around. Then Brady was 18 and Gronkowski was 17. Yeah, okay. Keep then going. it's flipped. Okay. Uh, Odell Beckham Jr. was 16. Richard Sherman was 15. 14. Okay, 14 is where it gets tricky. Um, well, four, mm, well, 14 didn't really have it. 14, 14, 14. 14 and 13. No, 14 was Madden 25, I believe, and that had Barry Sanders. Yep. Mm -hmm. Unless, unless you bought the new console version, in which case it had Adrian Peterson on it. 13. Okay. Let's see. 13, 13, 13. 13 were they still doing the uh contest uh 13 i will i will come back to 13 in a second 12 was the worst batting cover athlete of all time 12 was peyton hillis yep 11 was drew Brees. Mm -hmm. 10 was a combination of larry fitzgerald and Jesus troy palomaru ridiculous nine was brett Favre. goddamn right eight eight was vince young yep seven Seven Madden seven Madden seven. Give you a hint. Was that Sean Alexander? Yeah, yep. it was. Jesus. Six was Donovan McNabb. Five was Ray Lewis. Four Most was Michael Vick. Three did that one just because. Three was Marshall Falk. Two was Dante Culpepper, and the very first cover athlete of Madden all time, Madden two thousand one, Eddie George. So you up, rattled them all off top of your head, and you missed Eddie just 13? except for thirteen. Calvin Which, Johnson. Give, Calvin Johnson, damn it. Yeah. Oh, that's going to piss me off. That's right. It's back to back <laughs> Lions because Barry Sanders had it the next year. Fun fact the, uh, Eddie George is known mainly as the first Madden cover athlete, but in some cases, Madden 2000 had, um, oh, I'm drawing a blank on his name. Uh, he was the old 49ers running back. I, oh, I'm drawing a massive blank on his name, but he is known also as potentially the very first uh madden athlete cover because he was on a couple editions of it i can't remember his name right now it's pissing me the hell off oh why would you give us a fun fact if you don't know the answer I know. here's a fun <laughs> no, fact i, I don't actually I know because i said it and i had his name and while i was saying that sentence his name left my mind and it pisses me off oh my god Harrison hurst garrison hurst damn it that was his name that's right Oh, I hate my life. Right. But yeah, I can. Uh, I'm glad I we went on this ten minute tangent. Right. So rattled off um almost all, all of your uh yeah almost all of your men athletes. I'm I'm really pissed. I didn't get Calvin imagine Johnson. imagine more Calvin useful information in that brain. Imagine that that'd be so crazy, oh, right? Imagine what I could do with my brain if I could figure out my technical mishaps with this. Put useful I, information I, I in sometimes there I sometimes like to think of random trivia if just to ask him, but random trivia I know, like Tyler, who was a starting quarterback for the New York Jets in 2002? That Testaverde? I believe that was God damn it, yeah. Eric. 
it's no, no, no I, I knew that question. I'm surprised I knew that to be honest. Yeah, Vinny Testaverde, <laughs> then it was Chad Pennington. I was yeah, a man. I was a low key Jets fan in the early 2000s. You shut up. You you, yeah. got, you just absorb fandom left no, and I right. Don't. Actually, no, actually, I don't. actually, hold on, hold on. Technically, Pennington was the starting Jets quarterback in 2002. He was drafted in 2001. Vinny Testaverde was old and out the door. So All right, we're not debating Pennington. Jets quarterbacks here. Let's go. I'm just we're moving saying. on here. We're shout moving out on. to Wayne Corbett and Curtis Martin. We are moving on. Run, Curtis Martin, run. All right, guys, let's get into it. So. I'm sure you've all paid attention. I'm sure anybody who's anybody with a brain and a Twitter feed and a TV has been following along or at least has some idea of what's going on in the NBA, the MLB, and the NHL with the postponements, the boycotts, the guys walking out of gyms, the guys walking out on playoff games. Real quick cliff notes of this, guys, okay? So obviously, we're not the guys that are going to get too political on this. We're not going to debate whether or not these guys should be allowed to boycott, whether or not they should be doing this, whether or not, you know, there's a lot of a lot of meat, a lot of outside noise when it comes to this statement. So I'm going to try to keep this as sports focused as I can on this. All right. So real quick, hang in there with me. Wednesday afternoon, the Milwaukee Bucks decide to boycott their playoff game against the Orlando Magic. Right. Pretty big game. They had an opportunity to wrap up the series, move on in the next round. They don't show up on the floor for warmups. Turns out they're on a conference call with a bunch of higher ups in Wisconsin talking about the shooting that happened was in their area, in their state earlier that week, right? Turns out they're boycotting the game. They're not showing up. They're not playing. Kind of turns into a ripple effect. Thunder Rockets decide to boycott their game that was following them that night. Lakers Trailblazers follow suit. Next thing you know, all the NBA games for that night are canceled. Yep. Fast forward a little bit. Same thing. The games the next day follow suit. MOB teams kind of follow suit. NHL teams late to the party. They kind of follow suit, kind of all mushed together in an idea of a lot of desire for social reform. Big time athletes for the first time really ever are stepping up asking for change, right? Yeah. This is the first time I think since like 1950 when Bill Russell walked out of an exhibition game that teams boycotted any kind of play. They're straight up saying, we're not playing. There was what, three, four days where there was no games on really. There was a couple little straggler MLB games. And even in the MLB, you had certain players on certain teams that decided to play, decided to sit out, making it a little awkward. So it's a little all over the place, guys. So what I want to get onto this is how crazy of a sports calendar we've had in the last, what, six, seven months? Because yep. I feel like it was just the other day where I was sitting there watching Rudy Gobert jokingly play and touch the reporter's phones. I feel like that was centuries ago when it was only six months. So then we sit through this lull. We start a sports podcast in the middle of there being no sports. And it was a tug of war to get sports back in general with COVID, with NBA players not wanting to bubble up because they didn't want to go to the bubble, right? leave their communities in the middle of a social reform movement before this one completely different one before all this one happened. So now they're in the bubble. Another guy gets shot in the back seven times, an African-American male. So now we're right back into the mix of it. Take a breath here. That's a lot to unpack. It's been a crazy, crazy seven, seven months or so in the, in the sports world. And I just don't know about you guys, but I'm exhausted. And I know, I know there's a big, big topics and I might sound a little insensitive by phrasing it this way, but man, has it been a damn roller coaster of a ride when it comes to just sports in general. Yeah. I think it's weird because we kind of got hit by everything so fast. It went from, God, I want sports back to now like sports have sort of wiggled its way back into the normality of life. Right. And even the sports we got you watching it and it's weird. Yeah. You can't really can't even fully appreciate it because you understand what's going on outside of the arena. And then even when you're on the inside of the arena, you got, you know, 
yeah. social reform phrases on on jerseys, Black Lives Matters across the the thing. You got COVID empty stands and cutouts and bubbles, and so even when you did have the sports, it felt weird. Yeah, I, I think just just in general, the the country is just in a weird spot. You know what I mean? And I I, I honestly contributed primarily to the fact that everyone's just stuck at home. You know, I mean, right. obviously there are injustices going on around the country every single day, whether it be through police, government, uh, you know, d- different kinds of reforms. But I also feel like because we've all been so cooped up at home and this applies to everyone, not just one side or the other. Right. Everyone's just sort of like at their breaking point, I think, because you have one you have some people who are arguing what's the benefit of doing what they're doing, like boycotting games. And then you have other people who are like, oh, you should boycott. It's good on them to do so. For me personally, like I, I will always upfront just say I don't have the the solution to these problems. I don't know, mm-hmm. but and but that's why I, I feel the importance of voting because we elect people to make these decisions for us. Which is honestly, if you really think about it, it's kind of kind of archaic and kind of crazy where that one person decides the rules for mm-hmm. a general populace. But I mean, I understand what they're going for, and I understand what they're doing. But again, like if I had if I had to be at the helm and make a decision, like I don't really necessarily know what I would do. That's why that's why I don't I'm not crapping on these people or on these players for doing what they choose to do because it's like, well, if not that, then what's the solution? I don't know what the solution is. So right, how can I crap on someone if I don't even know why I'm crapping on them for? You know, it's been a really weird year. Um, I it's it feels like we've gone at, at least sports wise, we've gone through enough. Um, I guess events than probably the last 50 years of like sports history combined right it's really weird i i understand why they're boycotting a couple games i support it i understand that there's a lot of um i I guess hurt feelings there's a lot of sensitive feelings out there um so i get it and i support it at the same time but it just in a sports aspect it feels it's definitely not normal it's been six months or so of just first after first and it's not fun first it's not like record-breaking performances it's been stuff that's been tough to talk about tough to deal with you got you know everything is left right one side or the other you know and it's all things that are just exhausting and it was one where after another you had the covid shutdown right and then you have nothing sports nothing going on at all and then you have the tug of war of getting sports back and then you have people fighting on either side. Should we bring it back? Is it worth it? Are we putting people in danger? It's just sports. Well, we need our sports to entertain us, to help us forget. Yeah. And then you have that going on and then you get the sports back. And then you have the civil war going on in the NCAA with, you know, SEC saying, F you guys, we're playing our own schedule. If, if nothing, then you have people trying to figure out the bubble situation. Now yeah. you have, you have this going on with, you know, teams fighting for social reform. And now it's turned into even more of like a eating themselves from the inside out in a lot of situations. Because yeah. you have players speaking out, well, no, you know, speaking out against the movement and stuff like that. So it's been a very, very hectic couple of months, all kind of capped off with an even more hectic yeah. last week or so but- because of stuff that would put in motion by, you know, the NBA. Again, the NBA was kind of in the forefront. The NBA shut their league down. Everybody mm-hmm. followed suit. The NBA is kind of yeah. moving forward in this direction with social reform, pushing that message. And then the rest of the leagues are kind of well, falling. To suit. definitely like double down on the whole, nobody really knows the answer to, to necessarily what we're doing or, or we just don't know the, the answer now. I mean, look at LeBron and Kawhi. They basically decided that their teams, well, LeBron basically decided that the Lakers and then the Clippers followed suit, that they were just done with the season. Right. Which was a pretty crazy curveball to me yeah. because a lot of and, people would have figured they would be the ones to say, no, we don't want to. Yeah. Because, okay, for those who don't know, the Bucks 
they walked out. Everybody else walked out. And then yeah. a lot of people were like, playoffs are going to be canceled. Yeah. LeBron's spearheading playoffs being canceled. And then we're, we've moved along. They're going to continue with right. a couple things. You know, they talk to the owners. I think they've come to agreement. A couple NBA arenas will be used for voting stations once elections happen. I just think it's fairly interesting, too, because, again, not again to like quadruple down on this about the whole, I do not have the answers for these questions that have, ar- that have risen. I mean, I'm sure LeBron thought that people were going to follow suit. He thought that he had the right idea. But then to his his discovery that the rest of the league was like, no, we want to keep playing, man. Yeah, I wonder if it was just LeBron kind of leveraging because he's obviously very vocal on Twitter about all this. You know, he was he dropped an F-bomb on Twitter. You know, he's very, very vocal about, you know, this stuff that they're fighting for. So that's yeah. why it was another kind of shocker when he was like, oh, let's quit, you know, blah, 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 like this. Because he was going to want, he was one of the ones that were like, oh, we could use playoffs as a as a soapbox kind of thing so yeah it's all very very weird 2020 has just been a and then uh roller coaster of evander evander kane spoke up against the nhl because he was upset that the he felt like the nhl wasn't doing enough and honestly you know what i i'm not it's not that i'm like i'm like a group i mean i don't want to even put myself in a polarizing position where it's like randy agrees with something randy disagrees with something but i mean you're kind of put in a difficult spot when it's like every single league seems to follow suit and then the one league that's predominantly white is sort yeah. of like, oh, we're going to keep playing our games. And that's the thing now with a lot of the NHL players. You got Ryan Reeves of Vegas. You got Van yeah. Kane in San Jose. Wayne Simmons. Where they're all like, yeah, this is a player movement, by the way. This is an NHL initiated, a league initiated thing. This is all players saying, yeah. what are we doing? And the players stepped up and got these games canceled pretty much in their own bubbles. So. Right, 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 right. Like I said, guys, it's very, it's a very heavy topic. Mm-hmm. One that we are definitely not smart enough to dive too deep into the politics of it, oh, the no. the left, the right, the who's right, who's wrong, because we just like talking about sports. And yeah. and, and the same way that we said we're not going to be the the hot take draft analysis, you know, talking about guys 40 times, because guess what? We're not qualified to talk about these guys off we the line not. and their physical abilities because we're your average Joe, just like we're not going to try to dive too deep into these political issues. But as you can see, 2020 is definitely reshaping the sports atmosphere and the sports just kind of your new everyday athlete is going to dabble in some politics. I I know it's going to rub some people the wrong way. You know, shut up and dribble. You're an athlete. You're an entertainer. I don't think they're going to be much of that after 2020. So, yeah, let's get to some fun stuff. Let's talk to football guys. Football is what? How many days away, Tyler? You got a countdown on your room or something? 13 days away. There you go. I like to see it. So Thursday night, I think it's Thursday night game. Chiefs and Texans start the season. Chiefs, Texans, September 10th. Kickoff at 5.30 p.m. Pacific Sweet. time. Let's go, baby. Hell yeah. The I love return it. of Deshaun I love Watson. It. So guys, I mean, the entire NFL is not going to be fanless, by the way. I don't know if you guys have seen some of these numbers coming out. I read up on the Miami Dolphins. I got a, uh, I read up on a, uh, I forget who it was. It might've been somebody from pro football talk. They did a tour of hard rock stadium mm-hmm. and how they're doing their social distancing and stuff like that it was a pretty interesting little piece, but like the Dolphins are going to have 13,000 fans at their home games to start the season, um, stuff like that. But before we move on into our AFC predictions, guys, the tailgater fantasy football league is in the early stages of getting ironed out. I know we have messages out to our lucky participants, right? Tyler. Yeah, so if you send me a DM asking to be in the league, um, I have responded to you. This morning, I sent a message to everyone uh, at telling you that we are drafting at this certain date, at this certain time. I need to know if you guys are available because if you are not, unfortunately, you will not be able to be in the league because we do want to have it as competitive as possible. Right. Therefore, we do want to have everybody uh, be there for the draft live. So some of you have gotten back to me. I'm still waiting to hear from some others. 
um if you do not get back to me uh we are recording this on a friday if oh, i'm sorry we are recording this oh no it is friday it's friday we're recording this on a friday um if you do not get back to me by saturday night you will unfortunately not be in the league that is nothing against you but we have to keep <laughs> right. the ball moving um so please please if you have asked to be in the league please check your dms on twitter um like i said i've gotten back to everyone so you should have a dm in there I get a dm um well you i have your number okay so shut up um, anyways anyways uh but we are looking forward to this i am actually really excited um i hope too, everybody man. else is really excited i heard somebody I talking will... crap about me talking crap so i'm ready hey, to lay the what? smack down really because someone was yeah. talking crap about me talking crap about you talking yeah crap. I, I have i have someone saying that eric talks too much he says he's gonna he's gonna whip his ass i'm like okay i've never okay. had any, actually, i've never had anybody say i don't talk enough so i, I i'm not gonna say he's here's wrong. the real question though. well I, I find it funny though if, the, if because the only way they know that is if they listen to the podcast the one that's you know led by eric so <laughs> <laughs> that's an interesting uh comment an interesting also, take. Uh, but uh, no no here's here's my question for you guys though um have you guys figured out your fantasy football team name yet so oh my go-to is always it's like a, it's a play on zach Ertz. it's my ball zach Ertz. see my baseball team names always change because i base it off of who i have player wise right so okay. like this year i have trey turner and justin turner on a team mm -hmm. so my team name's turner squared Turner stuff squared. like that so i wouldn't okay. obviously have that if i didn't have one of them yeah. you know so but football is the one sport where i have a reoccurring team name and it's buffalo expectations Buff okay so that's one that's usually yeah. my go-to if i have any uh, if i can think okay, of any that tyler just cut on but if i have any cool player names i might switch it up but usually mm -hmm. my nfl one is buffalo expectations i think uh i think that because i'm also doing with uh someone else in the building i'm doing one of those i don't even know that the actual name for it like prior before getting an invitation i didn't even know they really existed is it like elimination like you go week by week choosing the teams oh and then it's the like last survivor pool survivor pool that's yeah. what it's called my team there is the Green Bay Snackers. So I might nice. just, I might like just it, bring like the Green it. Bay Snackers to uh, this league. So I am going to have to uh, change my team name this year. My team here every uh, season since the Falcons Dirty Super Birds. Bowl loss has actually been the Southwell Rise. And I do not mean that in a racist yeah. way. Yeah, I mean that after the talk God. we just had, let's, uh, let's, let's go ahead and punt Dude, on that, that name, name this year. That name should have <laughs> yeah. been, been tossed like four years ago. I bet that Stop as in right. the Falcons will rise back up because they're saying their slogan <laughs> is literally rise up. So my uh, team name every year is the South will rise. Unfortunately, this year, that name not, is going to be Why retired. not the Falcons will We're rise? Change it. We are changing the name. Uh, I, feel I don't know why you retire. mentioned it. You've just been like, I'm choosing a different name, guys. Now, apparently Tyler is the, the, the closest descendant of a nearby Confederate soldier. Shut up, shut up, shut up. I did have uh, one solid team name in mind. One of my favorite players out there is, of course, Falcon Julio Jones. I love tequila, so Don Julio, that kind of works out. That's all right. I like uh, that one. Yeah, I might use that name. I had um, uh, the, the best name I've ever had. I once had Lamar Miller and Matt Forte on the same team. I called that team Forte Ounce Miller Light. That was a dope. That's not bad. My buddy had one at my Fox Sports Radio League that I was in one year. He had um, Stefan Diggs, mm -hmm. and his kicker was Young Ho Kim. So he his team name was Diggs Young Hoes. Diggs Young Hoes. Nice. <laughs> I, have, I have something right here. One year, my buddy dropped Andy Dalton because he sucked and cost him a matchup. Another league teammate uh, picked him up two weeks later and started Dalton against the guy that dropped him and changed his name to Redhead Redemption. That's good. I had That's one, one for uh, 
fantasy hockey and fantasy baseball because the brand was a kind of a crossover in both leagues. You know the brand Easton? Uh-huh. I had a, a team name called East Infection. So E-A-S-T-O-N and then Infection. That's a good one. I, I really do a... love people, though, who are really like – so there's one who put a carry on Johnson. Uh, his team was one carry on, one personal item. That's pretty good. So I like that one. Ah, that's good. Yeah, that's yeah. Good and then uh, let's see what else we have here. Um, Coldstone Creamery. <laughs> Monica loves Clinton Dix. Oh my God! Uh, oh, uh, <laughs> um, I really like that's creative. I like that. One. Let's see, um, Golden Tank. And this is what we're looking for. If you're listening to this and you're going to be in our league, I want a pun. I almost want to put a like a a disclaimer. Like if you don't, if I see like a team Roberts in my instance, like you don't even like try to get a somewhat creative name. I feel like I want to reserve the right to kick you out of the league. Here, Tyler can use this one since he's a... You better so make me chuckle. This this one can be used for Tyler since he comes from like a pretty much like a church house. Uh, Breezes, King of the Druze. <laughs> yes. Uh, I that's love a double it. Pun. That's a I good love one. Uh, Hershey squirts, but Ertz at the end. Here's the thing too though. Like a lot of these names, they incorporate the players' names, but it's in such an unnatural way, they're kind of hard to say. So this one is a play on Guantanamo Bay. It's say Guantanamo Bay or say Guantanamo Bay. So my fantasy baseball team, I had a, I have a thing for Shinsu Chu of the Rangers. Uh-huh. So I had a season where I had Shinsu Chu as my DH, and I had a bunch of Brewers, and my team name was the Brew Chu Train. The okay, yeah, that's Chu, a good one, like, like Chu Chu, but instead it said Brew Brewers, and then Shinsu Chu, the Brew Chu Train. Uh, this one's a play on uh, the Nick Chubb and Juju Smith Schuster, Chubba Chubba Juju. <laughs> Uh, chubba chubba juju that's a good one i have one more before before you finish okay, i think this ahead. is a good one this is a play on a uh, former rams player todd Gurley. it's uh two girlies one cup ah uh, i love it that's a gross one that's a double one that's a double one get yeah Gurley uh, cup so gross tyler will eventually get it oh no i got it i got it i was just ignoring it <laughs> so if you get the golden ticket into the tailgater fantasy football league bring the heat bring that Bring your game face. I will hand out beatings weekly. I will probably win the league. Um, if you win, you get bragging rights. Maybe we'll bring you on the podcast if you win the league. Yeah. Maybe I mean, we'll bring you, you on. You're the and, king of the league. Yeah, you'll, you'll be the king of the league. Well, maybe we'll crown you. We'll let you come on and shoot the ish with us. Talk a little crap person to person. So um, if you don't get in the league and you just want to weigh in on some fantasy football stuff, you if you have a funny fantasy football name, hit us up on Twitter, underscore Roberts11, Tyler the board up, and hey, it's Randall. All right, guys, prediction time. Spider Wide 99 Bananas. Was that a name or is it, you just calling it a, a hot route that's or something? That's a name and a John Gruden play. Love it. <laughs> yeah. I was like, Spider hot, 2 Wide Bananas. A hot route? Okay. So AFC, guys, we're going to do AFC this week, NFC next week, and then we're right into it. Okay, NFL season's here. So God, division crazy. by division. Again, we're not total um, all 22 dissecting the film. We'll probably be a little biased to our own fandoms and stuff like that. <laughs> I I'm, Here's the thing, too. I'm, I'm pretty much like... 89% sure half those analysts don't do the research they say oh, to do. Dude, like, give me a break. Like, when Chris Collinsworth, like, uh, yesterday, I was watching film. I'm like, well, no, okay. you weren't. So here's the thing. If they're in the booth, they're watching the film. I worked with a couple people who, have, yeah. who you know, I were at Fox Sports Radio. They're color guys. You know, I've worked with Lincoln Kennedy, Brady yeah. Quinn. Those are color guys on TV broadcasts. Like, they get the film. They dissect the film. As far as people who write, the bloggers... The the guys who wake up the talking heads on Sports Center the next day. Yeah. I don't believe nearly as many of them that say they watch watch the games. Oh, if yeah, they're I in agree. the booth calling the game, they're watching the film. But if they're a talking head on Sports Center the next day, I don't even know if they were up past seven PM Eastern, to be honest. Or you, seven you PM Pacific. Uh, you know who's super for uh super famous for that? 
uh, Ron Jaworski, that guy on ESPN, mm. this dude will be like, I've seen 15 hours of footage this past exactly. week on so-and-so, and I believe he's the best player. And that's where we like, differ, guys, because we're not trying to <sighs> we're not trying to like, pump up our own ego, because guess what? Yeah. We don't, and we're not going to lie to you. And if we do lie to you, uh-huh. check us. Call us out. Be like, hey, you're talking ish about this guy's speed off the line. Uh-huh. Let's see your speed off the line. Okay, like, guys? I do get one sense where, where it's like you have the guys who whose lives basically revolve around the nfl draft right like you have your um uh i can't even think mel kuypers yeah oh yeah the, no there like are. his his life literally is watch film and dissect these players like that's one thing i understand i get that right the guys who every single day like scott van pelt he's not watching film dude he's just no he's just bound he's he doing reacting. basically like improv yeah. comedy yeah there's there's tons of guys once it's you know it's called East Coast bias. They go to bed early. It's a lot of the same argument about why the Pac-12 doesn't get respect. Mm-hmm. Nobody stays up past the Mississippi to st- watch the Pac-12 football. And it's so funny you mention that because growing up as a kid, I would put on Sports Center the next day before school, and I would always get pretty bummed out because they would never show like the Dodger games. No, they don't care. Or they like, I'm like, where are the where are the Ducks Dude, and it's, Kings games? It's wild to be a fan of sports just in general living on the East Coast. When I was in Buffalo to visit family, yeah. I'm in bed, dude, winding down. It's 1030. And I'm on Sports Center. Usually, my Sports Center is my sleeping time stuff. Yeah. Just toss it on, watch highlights or whatever. I'm in bed in Buffalo, 10:30 at night. Turn on Sports Center. Let's go to uh, Thunder highlights. Uh, middle of the second quarter, and I'm like, "That's so crazy, right?" I'm like, I'm going to bed, and like, dude, it's just first pitch in LA but for the that, Dodgers. But that sounds awesome, though. Like, if you're a sports from the East Coast, that sounds no. So you want to be on the West cool. Coast, man? You got all the sports, 4 p.m. to 10 p.m. on a normal day, normal sports yeah. calendar. And then you get to go to bed at a reasonable time. I always love. Yeah, I guess. I so. always love when you're watching the the national game on a Sunday night, uh-huh. and there people on the East Coast are bitching on Twitter. Uh huh. The start time. Well, it's one one a.m. on the East Coast. I'm like, well, it's ten p.m. on the I West. Don't, so I don't know. I kind of like a middle finger for you. I kind of. I mean, I think maybe because our schedules are all kind of wonky. But like, I remember what was it? Uh, three years ago when the Dodgers played the Red Sox in the World Series. That yeah. one game Ooh, that went yeah, to like yeah. fifteen. It went fifteen innings. Yeah. Like it got to the point where people were like, please God, just end the game. But I. Like I fell asleep and yeah, then woke the game up. Game ended at like one a.m. Yeah, I fell asleep and then woke up and they were still playing. You know what it is? It's kind of like being at school when you're a little kid. After like at nighttime, you're like, "Whoa, I'm not supposed to be here right now." The the thing I am jealous of East Coast uh-huh. mainly football fans because of fantasy football. Oh, I know what you're gonna say is the fact that they get to wake up and yeah. have until one p.m. to set their rosters. They can wake up, have a breakfast, chill, relax. Maybe get a little little alcohol flowing, and then they can be like, "Oh, my fantasy football roster needs to be set." I have missed so many freaking start times because Me I too. roll over at nine fifty seven or nine fifty eight, and my damn roster is already locked. And I think, man, I had until one p.m. if I was on the on the East Coast right now. The worst. See, I'm slightly jealous for a slightly different reason. Uh, for those people who are religious. It really sucks to be a fan on the West Coast because church is usually yeah, going on at like 10 in the morning. I feel you, man. And for someone like me and for someone like Eric, who our favorite teams play on the East Coast, those games start at 10 a.m. I cannot tell you. A Packers when fan. I, was, I know exactly what you're talking okay, about. Okay, okay, exa- okay, that's true. But I forgot you're the Midwest. I you're cannot right, tell man. you how many Falcons games I missed growing up because my parents were like, oh, hey, we got to go to church. I'm like, yo, kickoffs at 10 o'clock. Like, you, I can't do this. Or you know what else sucks, too, because we're born on the West Coast? And uh, our teams just because like like we've like we've mentioned multiple times we didn't have any football and then in the span mm-hmm. of a year we got two teams not yeah. really honestly three teams yeah but um like the the fact of the matter is that very rarely 
do you, unless you have NHL the NFL ticket like the Sunday ticket your games are never on yeah. that's I remember being a kid trying to find radio signals and I I was young I didn't understand yeah. that dude you're in LA you're not going to find the freaking Buffalo Bills game on AM radio nowadays I can watch a freaking game on my phone no matter where I'm at yeah. it's completely different but I remember being a kid not grasping like Bills national TV schedules mm-hmm. just you know I'm a kid I don't know or, or like, so but when the Bills were on the national game Mm-hmm. You know, we weren't going to, we were not going to church that or, day. Or like, uh, or like if I, back in high school, the, uh, I, I didn't know about NFL. Well, I didn't know about NFL Sunday ticket, but I couldn't convince my parents to do it. And I didn't yeah. have the money for it. So I'm just no like, way. so I'd have to like every Sunday morning, I would turn on the TV and like go to the guide. I'm like, okay, is it on Fox? Is it on Fox? I always knew, like, I knew there were certain games that if the Packers played, it was going to be on and you Fox. Out. Packers get a lot of yeah. national pub. Every time the Packers play the, the Cowboys, it's on Fox. Every yeah. time the Packers play the Bears, it's on Fox. Sometimes when they play the Vikings, it's on Fox. But the but the like the majority of the stuff though, like the AFC games, that stuff is always CBS. Like CBS always has it. Sometimes they'll have random games like the the Bills, Bills Jets or hey, something. Hey, hey, watch. But like no, but like no, yeah. But the, but it's all based on how good your team is. Like if your team is yeah. in the in My, the crapper, the Bills have been dog crap for forever. You know, yeah. They made they made it onto Monday Night Football once in like fifteen years. Yeah. But even like for Tyler, like the the Falcons. I mean, the Falcons haven't been amazing, but they haven't necessarily been garbage either. Yeah. Like they had Steven Jackson. They had a they had a pretty decent rosters. And but but the thing was like the Falcons never seemed like the marketable teams, so they were never really presented on CBS or definitely not Sunday Night Football and on uh, NBC and maybe once the Blue Moon. Most of the instances I'm talking about, they'd maybe be on Fox. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to my dad for teaching me how to read the sports section of the LA Times, but specifically the part where it shows what games are listed and where you can find them on the radio. Oh, that's and pretty on clutch. TV. That is I pretty love dope. that. My dad taught me how to do that when I was a kid. All right, so let's get into it, guys. AFC Division Predictions. Who is going to win each division in the AFC? I just realized Randy is wearing my headphones. We definitely just mixed up headphones. I looked over and I see Roberts across your head. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> um, so real quick, <laughs> A- AFC division winners, guys, here. Let's get it on paper so we can kind of circle back, you know, once maybe at the midway point, see okay. how we're doing. All right. um, and then, you know, obviously once the season ends. Let's just go division by division. We can, um, you know, we're not going to dive too deep into it. I don't know how many times you got to tell us we're not X's and O's guys. We're just fans, basically, just like you and every other person in your life. Let's get it out of the way here. All right, guys. AFC East. Uh, who am I going to pick? Uh, the Buffalo Bills. I'm going to pick the Buffalo the Bills. Bills. Get out of here. I got the Bills. I still got the Patriots. Okay. So this is the one division winner that we have a little side bet running on. So for those who didn't hear it in a past episode, what is it? 20 each. So Tyler has a possibility to win 40 bucks. And me and Randy have each individual $20 bets with Tyler. Yep, yep, because yep. for some reason, he's Bill Belichick's side bitch. And um, just can't get over the fact that the Patriots are on the regression and the rest of the division is on the incline and the ascension up to the top, including my Buffalo Bills, who will win this division. Stefan Diggs, Josh Allen knows how to throw a ball now, hopefully. But um, so why exactly are you on uh, Bill Belichick's sack, Tyler? I forget why. It's, uh, dude, because Bill Belichick is still the greatest coach who ever coached. The Cam Newton signing, I believe, is a big deal. Julian Edelman seems really pumped to have Cam Newton. I'm really excited to see what they're going to put. And until they completely collapse and fall on their face, I will always say that Bill Belichick is going to win the AFC East. I'm sorry. So when they fall on their face this year, just hand them the $40 and then Bill Belichick can hand it to me and Randy for you, okay? 
Okay, that's fine. All right, let's go to the AFC North, guys. So let's go one by one here because I have no clue where we're all in this division. I know where we're on that one, so we kind of just got out of the way just because of that side bet. So I'll start in the AFC North, guys. I'm going to go with the Cleveland Browns. I feel like Baker Mayfield is finally has somebody competent at the helm in the front of a Steven really? Stefanski. I feel like Baker Mayfield finally has somebody at the helm or running that team that's not, you know, I don't know. I just felt, it never felt like it was meshing well. Mm -hmm. And Kitchens kind of just seemed like a bro who fell into a head coaching job. You got Stefanski controlling things over there now. The roster itself is an all Madden roster. You got OBJ, Jarvis Landry, Baker Mayfield, Nick Chubb. Miles Garrett on the back end or on the defensive side of the ball. Like these guys should be winning way more than they are. And I feel like they finally have somebody who can finally harness the power and keep the circus kind of tame. I don't, so what do I you don't, think, Randy? I don't think the Browns are going to have a good, I think they're going to have a better year, but I don't think they're really going to hit their stride until next year. Okay. Because I mean, this is just, they're working off the kinks. They've had two mediocre coaches in a row. And so now it's like someone new, something different, yeah. but very rarely. I mean, even look at, um, look at the case of the Packers. We had a, we had our new coach come in. And we, we hit the NFC Championship game, but that wasn't because that wasn't solely because of him and the personnel he brought in. It's the right. fact that we had Aaron Rodgers at the helm, you know, and like Baker Mayfield has yet to really have a good system around him, like a good coach. And I mean, stuff. he, he and so set a rookie passing it. record, rookie TD passing record yeah, with like his with, you know. Yeah, but I, think about all the players who are great their rookie season and then became, and then, you know, eventually other pe teams. I just think like that this roster is way too talented to suck. I don't, you know, like I, they, I don't think they're going to suck. And then if they but, suck, they better implode or something. I mean, it's just how many chances are you going to get? Baker Mayfield, I think, should be sweating a little bit. So who do you pick to win the North? I know there's the sexy... I got the Ravens. Yeah, man. I was about to say the, the Raven, sexy the Ravens The Ravens pick. seem just too logical. I'm talking about an all-Madden roster, and I'm not talking about the Ravens. So it's kind of the same argument You, you want to know my bold prediction though for this year? I think the Bengals are going to do a little bit better than the Steelers. Joe Mixon? Ooh. Yeah. I think the Bengals are going to be a little bit better than the Steelers. Even that roster good, dude. Joe Mixon's nasty. You got yeah. AJ Green should be healthy and rested. And then you got Joe Burrow, who Joe Burrow, honestly, honest to God, I, I really do think Joe Burrow is going to be a good quarterback. Like he just seems like a he just seems yeah. like an all around well built dude. I mean, they got Big Ben coming back from an injury. I know people say that Big Ben looks the best he's looked in years, but how many times have we heard that from every team? I mean, ever? Big Ben was just I mean, if we're just basing how he looks, he looks horrible sometimes. And yeah, he could be night and day. Also, also Big Ben is basically like he's he's the last of a dying breed. Him, Philip Rivers. Tom Brady, Dang it. it's like the, the last of the dinosaurs where it's just like they, they play with a certain style, which is, hey, man, someone just get open because yeah. I'm not running. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I step back, step back, throw the ball. You know, how like you always have that one friend who's just late to the party. Like, I feel like the Steelers are and now the Colts and then now like these guys, they get the quarterbacks and they're just they're late yeah. to the party. Like everyone these has the, moved but on. These are the, the ones that thing. can hold on. Like they're still very viable yeah. and capable QBs. What about you, Tyler? Who's winning the AFC North? I also actually have the Ravens, but here's why. Lamar Jackson was super pissed that they lost in the divisional round of the Titans last year. That dude is playing with a hardcore chip on his shoulder, and he's even come out and say that. I know Harbaugh was disappointed at the way that the season ended last year. I think they will make not only win the division, but I think they will get as far as the AFC title game. Yeah, they got to win the first playoff game first. So, um, yeah. First round exits, back-to-back -back years. Chargers at home, Titans at home. Lamar Jackson got a win-win accounts guy. Okay, uh, AFC South guys, you anybody want to go first? You want me to start it off? I will go ahead and say I got the Titans. Initially, I had the Colts because I think the Colts are very underrated. Mm -hmm. People, uh, people, Darius Leonard, 
People keep disrespecting the Colts. I feel like the Colts are just one of those fun teams just to crap on. Very like, oh, well coached. Ever since Peyton Manning left, the Colts have just been a mess. Their GM can't figure out to let go of the ball of Hooch. Josh McDaniels was like their coach for five minutes and then backed out on and him. Then and then everybody out. made fun of him for like three weeks. Yeah, I mean, Josh McDaniels is basically the millhouse of the NFL. So we've, we've established <laughs> that already. But just waiting, waiting, waiting for that Tom Brady coaching gig. And then Tom Brady's not there anymore. Exactly. But like the Colts, in my opinion, I think they are going to be a little bit better. Uh, do I think they're going to be significantly better? Um, maybe. You know, initially I had them w- winning the division. Really, I did because I just think the Texans will, until O'Brien is out of there, the Texans will continue to just slowly fall. And especially with the departure of Hopkins, like I think this is going to be the year that finally everything just implodes in O'Brien and he's finally booted out. But by then, it's like, think about the damage that's already been done. You traded away your star receiver for basic, you know, how in, um, what's it called? Semi-pro when they trade him for like a washing machine. Yeah, yeah. They basically trade DeAndre Hopkins away for a washing machine and some Maddox. spare change. Exactly. <laughs> Maddox. But it, so, I mean, I, I really do think I would not be surprised if, and this is going to sound crazy because I know I talk highly about Deshaun Watson. I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be surprised if the Texans finished third borderline fourth in their division. All right. What about you, Tyler? AFC South. I actually have the Colts winning this division. I really like the Phillip Rivers signing. T.Y. Hilton is still a pretty damn good receiver, if not elite. I've always been, he's really underrated. I've always been a really big fan of Marlon Mack. I think he's a very sturdy running back. You still have Quentin Nelson on the offensive line, one of the best offensive linemen in the entire league. Yeah, he's good. And their defense, slowly and steadily, also very underrated, has become really, really good. I got the Colts winning the South. I just, I don't, I just don't see how the Titans will lose it because the Titans right now have that one thing with Henry, Derrick Henry at running back. He's literally a linebacker who can run the ball. You know, he's just so massive. And I okay, mean, for now, my, Tannehill works. Yeah, I was going to say, it's going to come down to how Tannehill plays. Yeah, Tannehill. I mean, right Marcus Mariota yeah. with Ryan Tannehill. So it's like, Ryan Tannehill, don't get me wrong. Who even is the backup for Tannehill? He, he got paid. He made his money last year. Like, he played great. He got him into the AFC championship game. Yeah. yeah right. So it's like, Ryan Tannehill, he got paid. But I've trust me, being a Bills fan, I've seen Ryan Tannehill play throughout an entire season. He could be just as bad as he was good the week before. I so. wonder if he's going to have a uh, Fitzmadrick sort of complex to him where it's just like, hey guys, he just gets killing it and starts journeymanning it and then he's like, good, good, gets paid and then he sucks and he gets yeah. good, good and pays. Oh, that's more like so, a Brock Osweiler sort of thing. So I'm going to go... Since you were asking Randy, uh, Ryan Tannehill's backup is Trevor Simeon. Trevor, Trevor Simeon. Simeon. What, remember when he, for a second, like people thought that he might be the guy the for Broncos, the Broncos? For Denver's, yeah. Then it went to, didn't, he, didn't Brock Osweiler beat him out? Yeah, I think yeah, so. we're, we're circling. Then, dra- we're circling the drain lost, with some journey. So we got Ryan Danahill, Trevor Simeon, and then Logan Woodside, who God knows where's where he from? Toledo. Oh, he's a rocket. Hell so. yeah, Maction baby, Maction. I can't move away from Deshaun Watson being. Did I crown him as my best, the best QB in the league when I give my list? I forgot. Oh, he's I definitely he top did. two, right? So I can't not. I can't say he's my top two. If probably my top one in the league because of what he does for the Texans, and then I'd say they're going to win the AFC South. If Bill O'Brien manages to not shoot them in the foot and not, you know, let Deshaun Watson get sacked forty-five times in a season, I definitely think the Texans will win the AFC South. Final one for the AFC guys. AFC West. Go ahead and start us off, Tyler. Uh, this one I think is actually pretty easy. I'm going to go ahead and say Kansas City. I think it's really obvious. Their defense is stellar. Patrick Mahomes at the quarterback position, Tyreek Hill. The interesting thing to see will be that Damian Williams has opted out due to COVID reasons. So now their rookie running back, um, I can't remember his last name, but it's like St. Clair or something like that. Oh, the dude from uh, the dude uh, from LSU. He's going to be the main running back for that team. Yeah, yeah, that guy, that guy. So here's the thing. I think the Chiefs are going to win the division. However, I think it's going to be a lot closer 
than people think it's going to be because I really like the Raiders. They are very up and coming. They ended up going, I believe, eight and eight last year. I don't know if Derek Carr is the exact answer at quarterback, but their defense is slowly turning the corner. I'm a really big fan of Josh Jacobs. I love him as a running back. They just drafted a brand new wide receiver. Um, they have a solid tight end who flew under the radar last year, put up a very productive year. I think the Raiders will give the Chiefs a run for their money, but I still have the Chiefs winning the division. Nathan Peterman's their third string quarterback. So it's like if Carr doesn't work, you got Mariota, and if that doesn't work, well then good luck, guys. Bill's legend, Nathan Peterman. Shut up. That's a very sore topic in my mind. That is a very sore topic. But uh, <laughs> you know, I I also you know, there's also the point that I've totally forgot about. I've totally blanked on the fact that players have been opting out. Like, that's one thing that's going to pop up that totally just throws yeah, everything to not the side. Tons. Not like a crazy amount of star athletes, though, that well, I think. Oh, yeah, that's know, right. There was a deadline already. You know, yeah. But who's just, okay, but look at Tuka Rask. Tuka Rask, Mildred True. NHL play. I was like, hey, guys, yeah. I'm out. I don't know exactly how that'll unfold if somebody's like, yeah. you know, and then if it's one of your star players, like a QB or something like that. But I mean, I think, you know, this is one of the things we brought up in a past podcast with Tyler's like eight Patriots bailed out i think that might have yeah. been the most for the league but none too big a star status Here, here's my bold predictions i do think the chiefs win that division that division is really complicated because every single team in that division is very they're interesting they have stars there everyone's pretty yeah. st- set it out but then you have the chiefs the defending super bowl the, the champions chiefs, yeah. with just you know it's it's you can't even you can't find a hole in the roster they're defending champs the raiders have that brand new stadium gruden they got a few interesting it'll come players. down to who has who can run and gun with them you know yeah. you look at the super bowl they they were losing until what four or five minutes left in the, in the fourth quarter but then the quick strike offense they're just yeah. eventually you just gonna you're gonna take a breath and they're gonna put up 20 on you in five minutes i do think the chargers are going to be better the chargers that's kind of my sleeper bold pick yeah. i'm picking the chargers to win the division i have the chargers second in the division i, think I initially Ty- had the broncos number one because i really really like their quarterback and I like the whole dynamic of the Broncos. Drew Locke, the gangster. Yeah, Drew Locke. Drew Locke. Plus, they got that really great guy from SMU. I can't I can't think of his name right now. But uh, yeah, I have the Chargers at two for that. I, I do think the Chiefs are going to win, though. This division is going to be very well fought. I don't think any of these teams are going to do horribly. But if I had to choose one, I guess I would choose the Broncos, which is ironic because I started off thinking the Broncos might win the whole division. Right. might be a little surprise, surprise pick. But then I thought about it. You know, you look Derwin James... Um, you've got Keenan Allen. That Chargers team Char- that's, isn't that's bad. What I'm the Chargers team is low key. It's they're not stacked. bad. They got Joey Bosa, Melvin Ingram, Derwin James on the defense side of the ball. You got Keenan Allen, Austin Eckler. Tyrod Taylor catches a lot of slack for him being a backup QB. That people say he's a backup QB in starting position. Like the dude got the Bills to the playoffs. Sure, it was yeah. kind of a little late round, late game magic that got him in that year. But the dude's a starter caliber QB, and he's got weapons. Yeah, I, you know what? I I do think that if uh, if he is at the helm of the QB for the Chargers, they might actually Hunter Henry. Yeah, like Hunter they Henry. got one of their pre- right. they got one of the oh, premier tight right. ends he's in the back. league, dude. Like Tyrod Taylor has weapons. He's almost in an almost identical situation that he was in in Cleveland. Mm-hmm. Got brought in. They draft Baker Mayfield. He got brought into San Diego. Sure, he was a backup last year. They draft Justin Herbert. So yeah. and then all of a sudden everybody's like, "Well, give the ball to Herbert. Give the ball to Herbert. Give yeah. the ball to Herbert." And they were like, "Well, no, Tyrod Taylor's our starter in Cleveland. Eventually, he got hurt. Baker Mayfield started, and that's history. Yeah. Same kind of situation. Everybody's rushing to give Herbert the ball. Give Herbert the ball. When Tyrod Taylor, he's very, very capable of of being a starting QB, he and he's got way more weapons than he played with in Buffalo. He's gonna probably get a better chance than he played with in Cleveland. Mm-hmm. So that's that's why they're my pick. I mean, they got studs on defense. Joey Bosa has freaking soup cans for wrists. I like know. this dude is a monster. So. It wouldn't surprise me. I think we're all pretty much on on the same page where I think the AFC West is going to be a freaking dogfight. Yeah. 
All right, sweet. So real quick before we wrap up all of our predictions, I have the Bills winning the East. Okay. I have the Texans winning the South. All right. The Browns winning the North and the Chargers winning the West. What do you got, Randy? So for me, I've got the Chiefs, the Ravens, the Titans, and then finally the Buffalo Bills. Go ahead, Tyler. For me, I have the Patriots. The Patriots? Patriots, huh? Yes, I have the Patriots. Uh, the Chiefs, the Ravens, and the Indianapolis Colts. Sweet. So we have it on paper. Lock it in blood. We'll come back. We'll make fun of each other when all of our teams are like 0-8 at week yeah, 7 or something like that. Watch watch the watch the freaking Broncos win the entire division. <laughs> Dude. Oh, gosh. That would be something. All right. Let's wrap this up. Oh, actually, real quick, Randy. I know yeah. we, we teased it. Why are you a Mets fan? I, I know you were talking to me about because it before. Real quick. I know we're up against a little bit. Their GM has a spine. He actually said something that we've all been thinking, which is just Manfred doesn't know what the hell he's doing. Right. Yeah. So the for those who haven't seen it, there's a piece of audio, a video circulating. Basically, the Mets GM got caught on a hot mic. Greatest hot mic, thing ever. Hot mics, dude. They've been really turning up some good. But OK, but lately. even this situation, though, it's like, was it a hot mic? Yeah, though? This dude's sitting in this, front of a yeah, webcam like he's like dumb. and he starts off with, hey, guys. Let's just between us, like let's keep this here. This doesn't go. I out. wonder. I sometimes you know you think about because yeah. things get leaked. Leaks yeah. leaked is just basically a term of like who wanted it out at what time. So you you, you got to assume when there's a camera pointed on you, it's going to be recording. But yeah, um, but no, but like even with what the what he said, it was like he didn't even necessarily say anything that was that bad. Like he didn't. It wasn't anything super harmful. It was just literally about the commissioner. He was basically saying what all of us were saying. And the clip, I mean, come on, the freaking clip starts off with. Hey guys, just between us, like, like really, like, right. So it might be a hot mic. It might not be a hot mic. Plus you don't even see who he's talking to. He doesn't mention names. Mm -hmm. He's just looking at people. So yeah, go look it up. Mets GM. You'll search it. You'll find it. It's a pretty good video. It's just, yeah. you know, it's pretty good great. Stuff. So go look that up. Let us know what you think. Let Randy know what you think. Randy is on the Manfred to the moon stuff still. Damn and right. apparently the Mets GM is also right there with them. Hashtag Manfred to the moon. If you want to hit Randy up on Twitter, let's wrap it up, guys. Anything final thoughts, Randy, let people know where they can find you on social media. Find me at Hits Randall. It's H-E-Y-I-T-S-R-A-N-D-A-L. Um, final thoughts. Hmm. Manfred to the moon. Always. What about you, Tyler? Uh, you can find me at Tyler the Board Op on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, final thought, number one, I am currently downloading Madden 21 as we speak. Number two, Madman. like I mentioned earlier, uh, please, if you have reached out to be in our Fantasy Football League, please check your DMs. I have sent you a message yep. asking if you are available for the draft date and time. Uh, if you do not respond to this, like I said, by Saturday, that would be Saturday, August 29th. If you do not respond to me by Saturday night, you will unfortunately not be in the league. Just right. not anything against you, but because we have to keep things moving. We want to fill it up. We don't really want an auto-drafted team, although that would be pretty fun to have one auto-drafted team and see how they do against everybody who took the time to draft. But um, keep an eye out for your messages. If you're in the league, get in the league, or else we're going to give up your spot. Make sure to follow Tailgater Sports on Instagram. Hit up tailgatersports.com for all your download links. Make sure to leave us any kind of review on any platform you listen to us. Give us five stars. Give us a thumbs up. Write a good review, however you want to do it. We don't care. Just make sure you're nice to us, please. Yes. We're really sensitive. Um, until next time, guys, hit us up on Twitter. Like we said, I'm underscore Roberts11. We love to interact with you guys on Instagram as well. Um, until next time, go watch some sports while we still got them because who knows when the next time they're going to shut down.